acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell America sent you. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I, I, I know, I know. You're checking your calendar again. You're saying, wait a minute, it's a Friday. It's the Friday, second Friday of Jazz Fest, and this guy's working again? Yes, I am. But we will be out at the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival on Saturday and Sunday. 
Just didn't make Friday this year for a bunch of married reasons. Mainly, again, last week was because of, again, the draft and the Pelicans. But uh, we're, in the, we're back in the uh, captain's chair, so to speak, uh, for today's program. 106.1 FM Nash Icon. This is not a recording. We are live on your radio dial. iHeart Radio app, TuneIn Radio app, digital platforms to take the show with you anywhere. Nash FM 106.1 and, of course, ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. And, of course, our podcast is everywhere. Why don't you check it out on your favorite podcasting platform? We try to get that up about 20 minutes after the program ends, so you can have that and check it out at your leisure whenever you uh, feel, you know, the mood. Um, and, of course, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Sean was in a Fox Day Sports. Spectacular. Did a great job, as always. You can check that out tonight, 9 o'clock on Pelican, 10 o'clock on LE. Uh, 2 a.m. on Saturday morning on The Deuce, WLE TV 2, and then 5 p.m. On, on Pelican Sports Television every Saturday afternoon. So check that out uh, at your leisure. And also, remember, it's already up on our social media platforms. We put that up there, always on the WLE TV YouTube page and already up on ericasher.com. So a lot of ways to be able to catch the program. I uh, hope you have a chance to be able to do that. Well, boy, what a... What, what a uh, bad week of night of weather, right? Okay, I mean, uh, last night about midnight, um, uh, again, uh, over, over St. Charles Parish, a possible tornado. And then, of course, uh, this morning with the tornado warnings, Jazz Fest gets started again, uh, late again, 1130 opening uh, of, the, uh, of the gates. And, uh, of course, Willie Nelson is now canceled for, for uh, tomorrow. Um, uh, I believe it is tomorrow. No, no, it's actually Sunday. Uh, so uh, because of COVID, um, and uh, also Melissa Etheridge has, has canceled because of COVID, and she is tomorrow, was supposed to be tomorrow. Mavis Staples will take her place. No word on, again, who is going to step in uh, for Willie Nelson and his, and his uh, band. A lot of people are upset about that. You know, considering Willie's age, et cetera, his, actually his son is going to play uh, before he was scheduled to play. But, again, uh, get out there and get your tickets right now to the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival, uh, your last chance for, again, 2002. Uh, remember what I've said many, many times about the Jazz Fest. Uh, it is a Super Bowl economic impact every single year. It's amazing. $350 million to $400 million every single year with the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival. And the expectations are, even with, again, the, the, the record-breaking heat we're going to have this weekend uh, for, again, the early month of May, uh, that again, the the, uh, the fairgrounds will be will be packed. So, being that number, get out there and enjoy the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival. And you know what? Uh, you can always again enjoy a William Grant product, right? Today's program uh, is brought to you by the William Grant Independent Family Distillers since 1887. Henry's Gin, Milagro Tequila, Reka Vaca. I'm sure, a lot of folks were enjoying, enjoying that Milagro uh, Tequila during um, uh, Cinco de Mayo last night and, and yesterday. Uh, huge crowds out there enjoying um, again the. Um, uh, the day. So, again, hope you had a chance to be able to in, enjoy Milagro, top shelf, as always, like all of the uh, spirits of William Grant. And if you love scotch, we got an all-star lineup of scotches for you. Glenfiddich Scots Whiskey, the Balvini Scots Whiskey, Glen- Grant's Blended Scots Whiskey. Uh, these are all, again, super premium, um, award-winning scotches. Uh, Monkey Shoulder, also part of the portfolio. Again, single malt whiskey. You can uh, also enjoy uh, Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, the second largest selling Irish whiskey in all the world. It's with the Irish drink, why not you? And, of course, Fistful of Bourbon Whiskey and, and Hudson Bourbon Whiskey, part of the bourbon portfolio. And finishing off with, again, the rum portfolio, Flora Vicania Nicaraguan Rum 
and uh, Sale of Jerry Rum. Every bottle of Sale of Jerry Rum purchased in Louisiana, a portion of those proceeds go to the God Foundation. www.godourtroops.org. Over $200,000 in financial aid has been given out since 2012 to, again, active military members, retired military members, and their families. They get into a jam, they're there for them. Again, the God Foundation. Uh, you can living expenses, rent, mortgage payments, utility bills, insurance premiums, necessary home repairs, and especially in the aftermath of so many storms, things that we've been dealing with here in South Louisiana. Let me tell you, pardon me, um, it, now's the time to be able to give. Here's an easy way, to, again, to, to get the best of both worlds. Uh, you can buy a bottle of Sailor Cherry Rum, and the, and the per, 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 portion of those proceeds will go uh, to the God Foundation so they can continue their great work. On the program today, Mike Lazan will be with us in about two minutes from Hot Off the Bench Podcast, as he is each and every Friday. Uh, and then we're going to have, in the second hour, John Hendricks uh, is going to join us from SI. We'll talk to him about what's going on with the Saints, Saints draft, uh, Honey Badger. We'll get into all that, uh, what may happen going forward in terms, again, the Saints and free agency. And then we'll finish up with uh, Christopher Dotson of uh, Pelican Scoop. And we'll talk about the Pels. We'll talk about the season that was. We'll look forward to the draft, and then we'll look forward to also, again, what, what is this team missing? What's the, what's the missing piece for this team going forward? Uh, if Zion uh, is, 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 is here, as I believe he will be, I don't know if, he, I don't know if there's going to be a contract extension. A lot of people believe there will be. We'll see how that goes. Uh, I still think there's going to be some protections within that, that uh, contract that's going to protect the club, as, as it should be, especially, again, with 85 games played, uh, also, the injuries that we've seen uh, from him, uh, the, uh, the the turmoil, uh, you know, almost a soap opera type situation since since uh, Zion landed in New Orleans. Does he want to be here? Does he not want to be here? Does he love New Orleans? Does he not love New Orleans? Does he want to be a Pelican? Does he want to be a Nick? Uh, does he want to go to a big market? Man, look, again, it's tiresome, right? It was good to hear what he said last week. But, I mean, I've said it before. Who's not going to sign a contract for $185 million? I'm guaranteed. I mean, I'd run and sign that contract, too. It wouldn't matter because, again, we all know the scenario, right? If you don't like where you are, if you sign the big contract every year or two, you push your way out and you move on to another market. You force your hand, and that's the way it's been in the NBA. So, you know, it is what it is. But Christopher Dotson will break it down for us. We'll get at least his take on, again, the future of the New Orleans Pelicans, which, again, I think we all agree is, is very, very bright. All right, um, well, let's jump into it. Let's uh, head to the guest line. Joining us on the program, Hot Off the Bench podcast, the on Football podcast, the on Football blog, and a big a big fan of the Who. I thought he was 19 years old dancing on that blanket last week. It is none other than Monsieur Michael Fazan. Eric, my brother, you damn right, fan of the Who. I was doing the windmill air guitar to Pete Townsend last Saturday. We, we had to make a lot of room for you on the blanket, not to get not to get hit in the head. Yes, yes. I noticed the crowd dispersed a little bit. It did, it did. But, but a good time was had a by bit all. Of a breeze, a much needed breeze. <laughs> hopefully, we have. Hopefully, we can find that breeze this weekend as temperatures again 90, 92, 94 are projected for Saturday and Sunday of this weekend. Well, I was three sheets to the wind because the dude just strategically <laughs> placed himself very close to the beer booth, my buddy. As always. And it's a good thing I had a designated driver. That's all I can say. Beer booth, bathroom, you try again, you have to strategically set yourself up again. Oh. That's why you try to get there early and, and set up. Uh, we shall be back with the pilgrimage tomorrow. Um, He's and, a pro. Uh, 
Biggie. So we'll uh, see how it, we'll see how it plays out. Hopefully, again, we, look here's a a breeze and some clouds, pre, please. That's all I'm asking for. Clouds and a breeze. That's it. Yeah, okay. We we know it's going to be hot. Just give me a breeze. Give me some cloud cover, and we'll be fine. Yeah, but I saw your little setup, your little chair with your awning on top. I mean, it's not your first rodeo, dude. Come on. No, you know what you're doing. Of course not. Been doing I it showed too up. Long. Vicky and I, we showed up with, with baseball caps on. <laughs> hey, what's up? We here? Travel we light, my brother. Travel light. We don't, yeah, we don't. We only go like maybe one or two days. We're not vet. You know, you know, like diehard, like like my boy. Yep. Yep. No doubt. Mike, a lot to talk about. Let's start off again with the biggest news of the week. The Honey Badger comes home. Uh-huh. Uh, Tyron Matthew, three years, $33 million, uh, 20, I'm sorry, $18 million of that guaranteed. And uh, the, the city's been on fire ever since that was announced early this week. Yeah, um, it's a great signing all the way around. It's a great signing for the fans. It's a great PR signing for the hometown hero coming home. It's a great signing because he's a great player. Um, he is one of the best safeties in the NFL, one of the smartest, most instinctive uh, players in the NFL, a great leader, great in the proverbial locker room. Um, I think be a great mentor to some of the young DBs, even guys like Latimo has been around a few years, but he can still, you know, mentor some of those guys. Um, He's a professional in every sense of the way, uh, every sense of the word, where he studies, he's always prepared. I mean, just a great signing all the way around. If he wasn't from LSU, I'd still think, I mean, you know, I would still say great signing. It's not, And it's just the fact that he's from LSU and from New Orleans that even adds to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Mike. I think a lot of people get caught up in the fact that you know, when you're talking about a Quan Alexander, you're talking about a uh, Tyron Matthew, or again Jarvis Landry, who again that the, there are rumors that the Saints have, have again restarted contract talks with with Jarvis Landry. This is all about, well, bring home the LSU guy, bring home the guy from New Orleans. Well, yeah, I mean that's part of it. I mean you'd like to see guys that, that again that that have that have roots back in this city, right, to to this region, uh, to, to to again the 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 flagship school of the state of Louisiana, having a chance to play for the Saints, but. These guys are really good football players who, right. again, if you add them to your roster, are going to make you better at the, at the position group in which they're, they're part of. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Jarvis Landry, if they sign Jarvis Landry, he's one of the best position players that will play the game. Position wide receiver, possession wide receivers that will play the game. Physical, he's not fast, but he creates separation. He's a great route runner. He's a great blocker. And also he's a great leader. So that would be another home run signing, not because he's local, just because he's a really good he's a really good to still great player, and you want to get as many of those guys on your team as possible. I mean, listen, they have a quarterback now who uh, who's got all the talent in the world, but sometimes mentally he loses it during during the games. You know, he played well last year until he got hurt. I'm talking about Jameis Winston. So it's it would behoove the Saints to get guys on the offensive side of the ball who are all grown-ups and, you know, and leaders as well, professionals. So that would just make everybody on the same page. So I'm hoping they do signing me. 
Uh, I think it's a no-brainer, honestly. And yeah, look, no doubt. Uh, you know the, the talk now that Michael Thomas is still again recovering and rehabbing from his injury, and we're talking like two years later, and they, you know oh they expect gosh. him to be ready for camp, etc. Uh, he's right. been working out with Alave, from what we understand, since he since he was drafted by the Saints. Um, you know, I've said all along. Not only does he give you a guy opposite Michael Thomas who you know is going to catch the football in a tight window. And that was one of the things right. that Jameis refused to do last year for the most part was, again, to trust those big lock yeah, receivers he, to be yeah. able to catch the ball in tight windows, right? And then the flip side is, Mike, and I know you heard me say this this week, is what happens if Michael Thomas doesn't come back 100%? What happens, again, if he, if he kind of sputters, especially early in the season, is not quite ready? You've got a guy that can run the exact same routes as Michael Thomas, and you're not going to miss a beat. So, to me... Uh, it's twofold. Yes, it gives you another veteran wide receiver, gives you some leadership, but in case it's also an insurance policy in case something happens to Michael Thomas during the season. No doubt. I mean, <clears throat> for the reason we just talked, that you talked about. I mean, he's a really good player, and he's he's still uh, he's still not on the downside of his career. So, uh, I mean, in the rules today, wide receivers can play almost as long as quarterbacks. <laughs> Because of the, the way the defensive backs can't rough them up anymore, so I mean, a guy with with Jarvis Landry's experience and and like I said, ability to create separation, to me, like you said, Eric, it's a no-brainer. Now, whether they get it done or not, I don't know. I don't know how the numbers can work. Right. I don't know if he's looking for a hometown discount or not. Well, you know, all Tyree Matthew things, gave the team a hometown discount. That's for sure. You can see that just in in, in the way the. You know, I don't know how the contract is set up yet. That those parameters haven't come down, but you know, again, he could have signed elsewhere for more than thirty-three million. Yeah, and and I don't know. Landry's still out there for a reason. I don't know. Other teams maybe backed off. Maybe they're waiting. You know, he's like their Plan B, Plan mm-hmm. C, whatever. But um, wasn't there something, Eric? Now you know this better than I do. The, the day they signed Matthew was helpful for them for the cap or yeah, something. Yeah, compensatory picks. Uh, again, as, as, picks, after yeah. the draft is concluded, any free agent signings will not go against the compensatory pick formula. And, and that's right. one of the reasons why. Now, we know this now, okay? I mean, we, we were wondering why are they not moving? Why are they not making a move? Well, again, um, they value compensatory picks more than they did when Sean Payton was here. That's, again, <laughs> the, we, look, Dennis Allen told us this, and, again, a, a lot of us didn't believe it, but he said that, you know, again, he he wants to build through the draft, and then and then kind of augment through the through the uh, through free agency. It's been the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. Before it was yeah. fill holes with free agency, best player available in the draft, uh, and it looks like they they flipped that. Plus, again, the compensatory picks have helped them in terms of tra- trading up uh, for players, filling in voids uh, of of, uh, of of lost picks. You know, because of trades. Uh, and, of course, the anticipation is that Sean Payton will be back on the sidelines next season, and they'll pick up multiple picks along with the compensatory picks that they got for Marcus Williams and for Toronto Armstead. Both about third-round picks is what we're expecting uh, coming back to the Saints. So, yeah, Mike, I think that, that's, that's, that's part of it, no doubt about it. But from what I understand and what I've read o- over the last week or so, it's Cleveland and it's also the Saints that are now in the mix for uh, Jarvis Landry. He's got a home in, in, in Cleveland. He's got two very, very young kids. They haven't started school yet, so that's good news if you want to bring him back home. The question is, is he, again, he's already set up and stable in Cleveland with, you know, with a residence and everything else. Does he want to move now back to Louisiana? And if he does, like Tyran Matthew, 
to me, it's a win-win-win for, for, for the player, for the team, and also for the fan base who is looking for, uh, you know, an upgrade at the wide receiver position, but would also like to see a guy like Jarvis Landry come home. Oh, absolutely. I would love to see him raise his kids in much of where he grew up, well, where he went to high school. So, um, no doubt about it, you want him to to be able to come home and in his home state. I would think he would probably, you know, want to do that too. Now, it depends on who he wants to play as who his quarterback's going to be. So, and it's question marks for both. Um, and talent's not the question of either one. It's what's going to happen. Is Jameis Winston going to come back 100% from the injury, physically and mentally? And is Deshaun Watson going to be able to play this season uh, mm-hmm. or be suspended for, you know, whatever? So um, it just depends on what Landry wants. But um, And I guess what the Saints want, too, what they're willing to pay. Well, I think that that comes down to I think the twenty million dollar figure that he threw out there early, you know, is is I mean that's just that's just not going to happen. Okay, that's just not going to happen. Yeah. So, you know, uh, you know, what is he looking for? How long of a, a term is he looking for at this point? This is going to his be his last contract, um, you know. But uh, you know, again, he if he comes back, he solidifies the wide receiver position at that point. You know, at that point, Michael Thomas, Alave, and um, and and Landry, your top three. And then you're looking at Callaway, who moves to your fourth uh, receiver. Uh, Trey Crown Smith is in there as well. And then you don't have to put a lot of pressure on Deontay Hardy to be a playmaker for you. He can be a spot guy that you can use uh, again. And, and you're not again hoping you know you're not putting him out there every single play, uh, having him to be one of your top four wide receivers. He can continue to do what he does on special teams, and he can be a playmaker for you. And they can find a lot of creative ways to be able to utilize his talents. Yeah, I mean, then you have unbelievable depth in case somebody gets hurt. I mean, last year they were not prepared to lose Michael Thomas for the whole season. And, you know, and Trey Kwan Smith had his annual three- to four-game injury. Um, Guys were in and out of the lineup. And then, you know, you just kind of throwing guys in there. Whereas if you can bring in a Jarvis Landry and and a Michael Thomas return, now you got leeway. Now you got incredible depth. I mean, you talk about Callaway and, and Traquan Smith. They're providing. They're like numbers four and five on the totem pole on, on you know, in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Well, they were starters at one time, legit starters. I mean, not legit, but I mean, they were starting raw receivers in the NFL with the Saints. So that just adds quality depth to uh, to a position that was just last year was just weak. I mean, it was probably the weak link of the offense. Well, and of course, look, as I mentioned, also an insurance policy. I mean, even Dennis Allen said, okay, that again, there are a few more hurdles for Michael Thomas to to have to get through to return from the ankle injury. He's been gone for two years. So you better have a plan B, something they did not have last year. It was not fair to Jameis Winston. It wasn't fair to any quarterback that took a snap here last year to be able to go into the season again with that masquerade of, I love the quarterback room, as Sean Payton said. There's no way you love that quarterback room. Like I said, immediately he should have went right to confession and, and again, had a priest. They don't have a priest on staff over at the the, uh, facility because there's no way in the world you look at that that wide receiver room last year, and you say that's an NFL-caliber wide receiver room. It wasn't. I would be dare say that the Breakers what, this year have a be- had a better wide receiving room than the Saints last year. 
And that's telling you something. Oh, no doubt about it. And I tell you, um, they didn't even – maybe he did love the receiver because they didn't address wide receiver the last two drafts. I mean, they, they, they took a flyer on the guy from South Alabama uh, last season, and I don't even know if he's still on the team. Uh, I know he was on a practice squad for a while. but um, So, yeah, I mean, definitely. And, and, you know, it's already, like you mentioned, Dennis Allen's approach to building a team is, is a little bit different than Sean Payton. And then, you know, which is it's just good. I mean, he's his own guy. He's got his own ideas, and he's the head coach now. So he wants to do it his way. By the way, Kwan Baker is still on the team. Seventh-round pick out of South Alabama last year. Let's talk about the secondary now with the addition of Tyron Matthew. To me, that secondary was strong last year. It is yeah. even stronger now. Uh, with Matthew, again, at free safety, Marcus May at strong safety, those guys are also interchangeable. You know, I laughed about Sorensen. He's more of a, or of a, uh, uh, a special teams player, but he can play in the big nickel if you need him to. Um, P.J. Williams is a, is a flexible guy that can play multiple positions for you. Uh, you look at now Lattimore and, and of course, uh, uh, Lattimore and, and Adebo uh, as your starters at corner. Roby, guy, first guy off the bench, Gardner Johnson as your nickel. You, you uh, draft Taylor. We'll see again what type of player he's going to be. J.T. Gray has been a guy that's been a, a spot guy when you've needed him back there, but more of a special teams uh, uh, player. And then, of course, you uh, you know a lot of people are excited about the possibility of Smoke Monday maybe making this team, uh, you know, from Auburn. So, I mean, that is that is to me this is as as deep of a of a defensive backfield and talented as a defensive backfield as we've seen in a long time for the Saints. Yeah, I mean. Uh... Yeah, I mean, they, they lost, like I said, they replaced them with better players, or at least as good. I, I know they uh, they replaced, I think the free safety position is going to be better with Matthew over Williams as an overall player. Um, as remains to be seen about me because he's coming off that injury. So, but. Um, yeah, but his stats, were, well, his stats were outstanding. In, term, in terms of pass defense last year, on a pet, you know, you you, you uh, couldn't throw on, on him against the, against the Jets. Yeah, oh no doubt about it. I mean, he's a good player. He's a really good player. Um, and you know, like you say, they drafted uh, Taylor from Tennessee, um, and we all thought he was a swing guy that could play mm-hmm. safety. But you know, Dennis Allen said, "No, I see him as a cornerback, which is fine." Right. I mean, listen, you can't have too many good cornerbacks on your team. And if he uh, if he can play to his speed, then you really got a you really got a good player there. And so, um, like I said, Smoke Mondays a really intriguing prospect. Um, he's another guy that's extremely fast, got good size, and just fell through the cracks, I guess, in the draft. And a lot happens to a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's only seven rounds. Right. And, you know, when we were kids, they had, well, how many rounds, Eric? 18? No, 14. 18. Well, 17 when we were young. Was long, I'm yeah. sorry, more than that. I mean, Danny, I promise, was 17B, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 17B. So, so I mean, yeah, uh, there, you know, I think it was 18, 19 rounds at one time. But again, uh, Daniel Brown, I remember Dan, remember like yesterday, you know, Daniel yeah. Brown was at one time was the all time leading receiver for this team, was 17B. Yeah, and I mean, and, you know, Undrafted free agents. I mean, nowadays it's not like like Drew Pearson, the Cowboys' great Hall of Fame. He was undrafted free agent. 
I mean, it had 17 rounds when he was picked. So, I mean, there's a lot of talent out there. And just because you don't get drafted, especially nowadays, is yep. not a disqualifier, especially no. with the Saints. Right. No, whose reputation is, doesn't matter how you got here, but when you're here, you get an equal shot yeah. to be able to you know, make the team and, and to be able to, again, play the position uh, that you, you play. No play, doubt you about will it. play. If yep. you can play, you Mike, will I'm, I'm going to take, take a break right here. Uh, we come back, we'll continue the conversation. 504-260-1061 is the phone number. Today's, uh, remember, today is brought to you by our good friends, the William Grant Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza. Uh, make sure, again, you reach for a William Grant product. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Even on a weekend like this where, again, you got Jazz Fest going on, got a lot of things happening, folks are out and about enjoying, again, the uh, early summer. Uh, if your AC breaks down, whether it's your business or your home, there are, are Nate certified technicians on call to be able to go out there and take care of you. At Burkhart, look, they're not going to tell you to call us for emergency service. They don't answer the phone. Someone, a live person is available 24 hours a day to answer your call. To answer your call. You know, sometimes you're going to get a, a machine and maybe they call you back. Maybe they don't. Maybe you go, sometimes you get an answering service. No, there is a Burkhart uh, employee, that that's all that employee does is they answer the phone and, and, they, and they get back to you quickly and, try and, and then dispatch that um, Nate certified technician out to your home or your business to get you up and running. AC goes down, doesn't matter what type of brand you have at your home or your business, Burkhart is authorized to service it. Go with a company you can trust. Burkhart Air Conditioning, he's a company I've trusted over 30 years. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. We'll be right back. New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at NashFM1061.com. Country for Life, 1061, Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. This report is sponsored by the Ad Council. Look out for an accident that's blocking the left lane on 10 eastbound at Williams. Also be mindful of war of road work going on on the off-ramp on 10 eastbound at the Metairie Road City Park exit. In the meantime, your delays are going to be solid if you're traveling on 10 westbound from Bonneville to the airport. Also, in the meantime, look out for delays heavy 10 eastbound from just past the Bonnet Carey Spillway to Power. And delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from Elysian Fields to the high rise. In the meantime, delays are solid if you're traveling on the 610 on the westbound side from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge and on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway, delays stretch from Stumpf Boulevard to the Claiborne Earhart exit. I'm Ed Robinson, broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, Great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at BienvenueHarahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. 
Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say there, Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. And why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. This report is sponsored by Dairy Queen. Hey, DQ fans, make this Mother's Day one to remember with the DQ cake. Treat her to a fudge and crunch center and DQ soft serve because she deserves it. And so do you. Get yours today, only at DQ. Happy tastes good. back to Inside New Orleans. It is the William Grant family distillers Friday extravaganza. Reach for a William Grant product. Boss Gags closing out the Jazz Fest today. I wish I was there in 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 uh, in, in uh, living color, but unfortunately we are. Well, I don't want to say unfortunately. Unfortunately, we are again uh, having the opportunity to continue our our, our radio show uh, today. But uh, man, I love me some Boss Gags, as does Michael Fazan. If I remember back in the day, in 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 his old dad, in his daddy's old Jeep. As we rolled to, to New Orleans Jazz uh, basketball games and had that cranked up on a little AM radio. <laughs> I wonder, 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 wonder who, who, who. Oh yeah, man! You can't beat Boss Gags. You can't. No, beat come him. on, that was that's some good stuff there, no doubt. Mike, it's across the board, and I want, I want to get into the Pels, and I want to get into LSU before before we get out of here today, especially again with a big weekend for against Alabama with the baseball team, uh, but. Um, I like the way this this roster set really setting up for the Saints right now. Sony Michelle is coming in this week to um, uh, to uh, interview for again the possible uh, you know being a, a, a running back here in New Orleans. We'll see how that plays out. I'm, I mean, I'm not a huge fan, but you know they did. They, pardon me, they didn't really address it in 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 the in the draft. Uh, 
you know, undrafted free agent, the kid out of Baylor, is is uh, is one of the players that uh, that they signed as an as an undrafted free agent. Uh, you know, a lot of people like uh, a lot of people like him, Abram Smith, uh, the kid out of Baylor. Um, what are your thoughts about Sony Michelle or Baylor coming in and you know, in a backup role here in New Orleans, and maybe a starting role if ultimately again uh, something happens to Kamara where he has to have a service suspension this season? Well, yeah, I mean, that's a, the, to me that's the result of of Kamara's problems in the off season. And um, Eric, is Mark Ingram still on the contract? I'm not sure. Yes, he's on the contract for this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know they're going to bring in a guy to kind of try to push him, I guess. Uh, you know he's he's always up for a challenge, and he will not go down without a fight, Mark Ingram. But I just think uh, bringing in a Sony Michelle is definitely a response to the our, uh, Alvin Kamara issues. Um, so we'll just have to see how that works out. I mean, if they even sign him, I mean, they brought him in, and, and maybe to my knowledge, they haven't signed him, uh, right? No, no the, so, again, uh, but, the, 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 he was supposed to was a visit was a visit with the Dolphins uh, and and the Saints. Those yeah. were the two that, uh, that again, he, he was, it was his next visit. I'm not positive he visited with the Dolphins already, but I do know, that, again, that he, there was a scheduled visit uh, with the Saints. You know, so we'll see how and that I mean, kind of plays out. And, and I like the kid from Baylor. I mean, he's a good back. Running backs, you know, they don't get drafted like they used to. No. And even, when, even going back to Leonard Fournette, I mean, I, I don't know. Was a running back chosen in the first two rounds? Uh I think Kenny Walk, Kenneth Walker was was drafted. Or was it the other guy? I'm not sure. But anyway, I know there wasn't any running back drafted in the first round. Nor was there a quarterback. When does that ever happen? About, Actually, well, no, yeah, Pickett, was, Pickett went, Pickett went yeah, at 20. You know, I to, keep forgetting to, that him, about him. You're right. And look, that, that's a, that, that, let's, talk, that, let's talk about that for a second. Because they, they share the same facility, right? The, the same practice field. Uh, so... You look at at at, um, at at Pittsburgh. They've had a chance to see this kid for four years. They know all about Kenny Pickett. Yeah. Well, he's a he's a Pittsburgh Steelers type of player. I mean, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh is all about building a team. You know, they're another team. They're like the Ravens. I mean, they always know how to acquire talent. Always, always through the draft, and and you know. Uh, especially through the draft, and they bring in some free agents as well. But they're mostly a build through the draft team. Always have been, and um, they and he just you know they had the whole they had the whole thing. All they need is a team manager. All they need, they only need a quarterback to come in, and it's, and it's exactly what they had when they drafted Ben Roethlisberger, exactly. And uh, so, you know, I think he's a. Uh, Right, but he's a um, definite Steelers type of quarterback. Dropping my son off at work. Yep. Mike so Fazano anyway. with us, hot off the bench podcast, Fazano football blog and podcast. You with me, Eric? Yep, sure are. Okay, I'm sorry, but um, yeah. So, um, uh, but by the way, there, uh, there was not a running back picked in the second round. I, I wanted to double check that. Oh, no, Kenneth Walker, right. Uh, you're right. Out of um, Michigan State was the only one. Yeah. 
And so um, it's just that I was, my point was you can pick up one in a free agent. I mm-hmm. mean, look at look at I me. Mean, the Saints have picked up at least three free agent running backs undrafted. <laughs> one of, and one of the best running backs well. in the history of the, uh, of the Saints, Pierre Thomas. Yeah, including the Saints Hall of Fame, uh, Pierre Thomas. Right. Yeah, I mean, right. uh, so, you know, and that year he built out, he beat out a third or fourth round draft choice, Pierre Thomas. Right. Mm-hmm. Pittman, I think his name was. Yep. Pittman, right. So Michael Pittman. So, no, not Michael yeah. Pittman, but yeah, you're right, Pittman. Antonio, believe, huh? Antonio Pittman or something. Anyway, um, so but I like the kid from Baylor. I mean, the, the Saints needed. I felt. I think they felt like they needed to address that position, but it wasn't up there with wide receiver, offensive line, and the you know, and defensive back, obviously. But you know that I like the. Um, I didn't know about much about the uh, linebacker from Appalachian State, but I like to right. go back and look at the highlight videos. Mm-hmm. And they're highlight videos, but you can still see. I always say you can still see traits in these guys. And I think he's going to be uh, a sleeper pick. Um, he's got speed. He's got mm-hmm. good size, but not great. And when I heard Sean say something, I think it was Sean the other day, somebody, they compared him to DeMario Davis. I'm like, huh. Yeah. Well, if you can get a younger version of DeMario Davis, grab him. And then the defensive tackle they drafted from Air Force is another guy. Mm-hmm. That the only reason he he lasted so long is because he was in a, he was in a military school and and they didn't know he could get a deferment. I, I don't right. think this is deferment. Yeah, he's got the guy. deferment. He comes right in now. Uh, yeah, and he's they, they say that again. He's a great inside pass rusher. Um, when, when you start talking about um, uh, his you know one one of the strengths the strengths of his. Um, of him in the draft, so yeah. you know, you know, we'll, we'll look. It, it's every one of those guys going to every get every opportunity to be able to come in and, and to be able to to, uh, to make this team, and uh, especially when you look at it again, the, the minimum odds that they've had this year. Um, you know, we'll see. Again, I, I thought they overpaid a little bit for Olave, but I understand. Hopefully, Penning can yeah. come in and be a plug and play player. Uh, hopefully, Taylor again will start off at. Um, at the, as a special teams player, but ultimately, again, be a guy that you can count on as a cornerback down the line here. Uh, I, look, we heard the same thing about, about DeMario Jackson as far as a, uh, a DeMario Davis clone. And then, um, you know, you mentioned, um, you know, Jordan Jackson and, of course, his, his ability coming from, from Air Force. And, by the way, you were right. It was Antonio Pittman that uh, Pierre Thomas beat out. Uh, and, uh, of course, that set the stage now since that time for agents sending their undrafted free agents to New Orleans because they have a legitimate chance of um, a legitimate chance of making the team. Mike, we only got a few minutes left. Wanted to ask you about the LSU Tigers. Big weekend against um, against um, the uh, Alabama, Alabama Crimson Tide in yeah. Tuscaloosa. Uh, talk a bit about the um, talk a bit about the series this weekend. Well, I mean, Alabama's kind of underperformed this season. They were expected to be a lot better than they were, than they are, I mean, record-wise. So they're a dangerous team. Um, they can still they – can, they can win the series or sweep LSU outright, or LSU could sweep them. It's just one of those things. LSU is swinging the ball so good right now. And, um, I mean, they'll line up. Since they moved Pearson to the front of the lineup and they, they moved um, Morgan to the five spot, it's like, who do you pitch to? You just can't. Well, freshman's coming on. And they had two out of three great games from their pitching last weekend. 
But if you can keep doing that, the LSU is going to be fine. And we said it, Eric, at the beginning of the season, it's going to take them a little while to get acclimated to grow. And it looks like they're starting to hit their stride. And it's coming at just at the right time, you know. So, it is, you 30 know. 30 and 14, they, 12 they, and 9 in the SEC, third in the SEC West. According to yeah, RPI now, it looks like, again, they're probably going to host a regional. Uh, yeah. If they continue to be, I guess, to, to win, uh, there's a, they're now solidify that. And then, of course, anything can happen when it comes to a super regional. No doubt about it. I mean, you know, look at the last time LSU hosted a region. The Florida, they had the, they got the super regional because Florida State, you know, won that bracket, which uh, which was a top, against the top eight seed. I can't remember what they beat. I want to say they beat Florida, but I don't know if that's the case. But um, I mean, LSU lost that that regional. But I mean, hey, at least it was at super regional. At least it was at home. And I mean, look, if you want to, if you're LSU, you rather you get you make a super regional and it's at home, there's like an 80% chance you're going to the College World Series. It takes yeah. a special performance from that team to beat LSU at the box and a super. So, I mean, I think they'll host a, a sub regional. And like you said, anything, anything can happen after that. By the way, guys, Tulane, uh, 28 and 17 and 1, 9 and 6 in the American. They're fourth place right now. They had Cincinnati at home this weekend. The Privateers, 23 and 19, 9 and 9 uh, in the um, American. They're in a tie with um, with uh, Northwestern and Southeastern. Southeastern, 19 and 25, 9 and 9 uh, in, in the conference. Tulane, uh, UNO will take on Incarnate Word at home this this um, uh, this weekend, and of course Nichols is leading the the the, uh, the Southland right now, 24 and 17, 11 and 7. Uh, so some really good baseball being played in South Louisiana right now. Yeah, I mean I would love to get in besides LSU. I love to see Tulane get in. Um, Southeastern, you know, other schools around the state. Um, so let's hope you know that they that they get they get through that tournament. I mean, remember when they used to, when they had LSU, Tulane, and Sutton and regionals playing against mm-hmm. each other? I mean, that was so much fun. You know, I'd love to see that happen again. Yep, no doubt about it. Uh, the Breakers are two and one. Mike, have you had a chance to see any Breaker games yet? No, I have not. Um, usually working on Saturday. Don't they play on Saturday? Saturday and Sunday, it's, it's, it's different. It's different days now. Again, um, you know, well, as I far mean, as that um, goes. Sunday's my uh, let me say this, Mike. They got a pretty good team. Okay, they're yeah. two and one. Uh, they were beaten by Birmingham last week, uh, but um, they've got a lot of talent on that team. And I, uh, I'm going to be interested to see again. Look, we don't know because again, it's a week to week thing. It's not like again you've had a scouting report on all these teams and you know, uh, you know, week to week what they're going to do, but. Uh, they, after three weeks, they seem to be one of the top teams in, in, in the USFL. Um, Birmingham beat them 22-13 last week. We'll see how things play out this week for, for, the, for the Breakers. But um, they've got some, they got some players that, I mean, look, I don't know if they make an NFL roster, but I'm telling you, guys that, can, that belong in an NFL camp, and, and you can see those guys maybe on a practice squad or maybe, you know, you know, um, you know coming off the bench for you in, in, in some cases. So oh, no I'm going to be interested to see, again, how, how this plays out uh, throughout the rest of the season, uh, if they can maintain, uh, you know, as, as, as good of a play as they've been playing. And Larry Fedora is a hell of a coach, man. He's done a really good job with this team. Oh, listen, I mean, there's always if, – if you're an athlete, if you're a football player, you get a chance to – 
to compete at any level in a professional way, you're going to get noticed if you if you're good enough. Because look, Jake Delhomme, Kurt Warner, where they played World League of American Football, and they played in Europe. I mean, uh, I mean, they have guys from the XFL. There's always going to be a couple of players that slip through the NFL scouts, uh, you know, the cracks of the NFL that shine in these leagues. I mean, arena guys. I mean, uh, Kurt Warner was an arena football player as well. I mean, so, look, as long as these guys are playing, they got a shot to get noticed by the NFL. And, you know, some of them, all they need is that chance. And then they, they, they take advantage of it, so. Never discount the talent of a USFL team. Well, and the only thing I worry about is, and I've said this before, Mike, that, you know, you've got three spring leagues right now. And, and through attrition, some of those spring leagues are going to go away. So we'll see again which mm-hmm. league is going to be the strongest. Yeah, I mean, um, I just don't like the fact that they're not playing in, in their in home stadiums. Well, I think they had to do that, Mike, because it's just so costly. I mean, first of all, where are they playing? I mean, I asked this question yesterday. Is it going to be? Are they going to play at Tulane? I don't see them playing in the dome. I mean, the dome's not going to give up those dates that they could be using for other, um, uh, for for other events. You know, for for, for the breakers that you know, where are they going to bring, bring in five thousand people, maybe ten? Yeah, um, I mean, they could play at Pan Am and not fill it. They could they could play I'm at Tad Gormley, or they they're probably going to play at Tulane. Tulane to me would be yeah. would be the the optimum place for them. By the way, they take on the Houston Gamblers on Sunday this week. Uh, that's on NBC, so that's nationally televised. That's a two o'clock kickoff uh, here in in, in in New Orleans. Mike, we got about two minutes left. Tell the folks about the podcast, uh, of course, uh, your blog, and uh, everything that's going on with Mike Mazan, as well as how folks can follow you on social media. Oh, Michael Fuzan on Twitter, at Michael Fuzan. Um, Fuzan on football, blog, and podcast on the Anchor app. And we getting a lot more. I've been checking. I'm getting a lot more numbers of listeners since you've been, you know, asking me to promote it. And it, I appreciate it because I, I go back and, I mean, you can see how many listeners and older, older podcasts that I put out there are getting more and more. So, anyway, thank you for that. Um, Thank you for being with us. With Scotty Craig and myself, we'll get that get that going again uh, soon. And then the blog I just put out with my mock draft, you can go mm-hmm. and look at it and see how I did. It's on the Google uh, blog spot, um, blog platform. So you just Google for Zan on football, come right up. There you go. Mike, thanks as always. Checking with you next week. Always fun, my brother. Have fun this Mike week. Mike Zan. Oh, I will. Are you going to be out there, by the way? I guess I'll have to ask him that on a, on a personal note. I'll text him. All right, folks, don't forget about Burke. What's that? He might be up there. That's right, Rudy. He may be on his way out there right now. Catch Boss Gags right as he closes out. Lucky devil. Hey, folks, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. If you're in the market for a generator, and, uh, again, who isn't in these days in South Louisiana, right? Uh, remember Burkhardt. They are your generator sales and sales service experts. Uh, first of all, financing available generators. You can pay that over time with low monthly notes. Uh, new install quality check after one month. They do that with everything they install. They'll sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of generator, power up that home and that business. Then they'll do a single-day install for you. At Burkhart, they offer 24-7, 365 emergency service for your generator with a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need. Why would you go anywhere else? Go with a company you can trust. It's Burkhart. 
Generator Sales and Service, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with Celebrity Chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Ottawa. Southern Tire, family owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com to check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. You're driving along and some nimrod cuts you off. You hit the horn. (laughs) Jeez, it sounds like a goose in distress. Time to head over to eBay Motors. They have horns for every make and model, not to mention horn pads, steering wheels, wiring, and more. 122 million parts. You can even go for an upgrade. (laughs) Looks like Mr. Cutoff Man needs a new seat cover. Try eBay Motors, pal. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. Stitch Fix presents Keegan Michael Key's Wardrobe Breakup. That's right, Stitch Fix makes it easy to get clothes you'll love by doing the shopping for you. So go to stitchfix.com and get $20 off your first purchase within two days of sign-up. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Stitch Fix it. <gasps> oh, well, would you look at this? Hey, now this is unique. Is this? Oh, wow. Where did you get this? They got it from us, and we got it from local craftsmen, creators, artists, and makers from all around the region, creating unique, one-of-a-kind gifts you won't find just anywhere. 
NOLA Gifts and Decor. NOLA Gifts and Decor in Metairie off West Esplanade and in Destrahan at Ormond and Airline. Eric Asher with you until 6. The William Grant family still is fry extravaganza. Reach for a William Grant product. Great weekend ahead of us with Jazz Fest. Ricky Lee Jones going to be there here in the background. Hope you're going to be have a chance to get out there and enjoy it. We'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Anytime, anywhere. Smartphone, tune in radio app. We are 1061 Nash Icon, WRKN, Picayune, New Orleans. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication, the TikTok Cafe, have in common? What's that? Right? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished. in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. The TikTok Cafe, Causeway I 10 in Metairie. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at FrancescaDeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview.
Stick to the truth is what you're good at. Hour number two of Inside New Orleans. It is the William Grant family. It still is Friday Extravaganza. 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. iHeart Radio app. Tune in radio app. Digital platforms to take the show with you anywhere. And, of course, Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base for on your favorite podcasting platform. And don't forget about our social media platforms. At Eric underscore Asher on Twitter. Eric Asher on Facebook. Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. I want to thank Mike Vazan for joining us in hour number one. Second hour brings John Hendricks of SI Now to the program at about 5.15 and 5.35 from Pelican Scoop. Christopher Dotson will join us talking some Pels. Uh, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Already up on our social media platforms, already at ericasher.com and also on the WLE-TV YouTube page. But you can check us out tonight. 9 o'clock Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Sean Fazan of Fox 8 Sports uh, was our guest. And what a fantastic job he did, uh, in um, as he always does. Saints, LSU, Tulane, Pelicans, UNO, all part of the mix. Uh, we even touched on the breakers um, in the show. So, again, I hope you enjoy the program. Uh, and you can pick it up uh, whenever you feel like giving it a watch. And, again, so many different ways to be able to catch the program. All right. Um, Today's program brought to you by our good friends at the uh, William Grant Independent Family Distillers, fifth-generation Scottish family distiller, and uh, the great products that they're putting out each and every day, uh, award-winning products, okay? Henry's Gin, Malago Tequila, Reka Vodka, hottest spirits on the market. I've been telling you about Neptunia uh, by Henry's Gin, uh, that super premium gin that, that is uh, absolutely spectacular, great for the spring and summer months. Get out there and enjoy a bottle right now, and I'm talking about a whole bottle, okay? Get out there and enjoy it. Also, don't forget, folks, uh, Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey, the Balvini Scotch Whiskey, Grand Splendid Scotch Whiskey, uh, and, of course, Mucky Shoulder, Single Malt, all award-winning scotches, award-winning scotches. Uh, and then Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey is the second largest selling Irish whiskey in all the world. A uh, chance for you to be able to enjoy again uh, Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. And then don't forget, uh, uh, we've got uh, Sailor Jerry Rum. And Florida Kanye Nicaraguan rum, as well as, again, Fistful of Bourbon, 
uh, whiskey and Hudson bourbon whiskey. Of course, if you uh, reach for a bottle of Sailor Jerry rum, you're helping out active military members and their families, as well as retired military members and their families through the God Foundation. Every bottle of Sailor Jerry rum purchased in Louisiana, of those proceeds go to the God Foundation. www.gotourtroops.org uh, helps them with insurance premiums, rent, mortgage payments, utility bills, necessary home repairs, even living expenses, especially today with all the help that, again, um, that folks need kind of trying to get through, again, the pandemic and then, of course, uh, you know, multiple storms. This is just a great organization. Uh, oh, like I said, over $200,000 in financial aid since 2012 and growing. Uh, you want to give directly? www.gotourtroops.org. Uh, but, man, I want you to treat yourself uh, while you're giving, uh, giving back. Uh, reach for a bottle of Sailor Jerry rum, uh, part of the portfolio of William Grant, independent family distiller since 1887, and a proud sponsor of not just our show on, on a Friday, but again, Neptunia um, uh, Hendrix, uh, by Hendrix Gin uh, is also a proud sponsor of our Monday show now. So again, thank you, George Loriana. Thank you, Republic Beverage. Thank you also uh, to our friends at, again, William Grant. All right, uh, just a couple minutes away from uh, from uh, John Hendricks of um, of SI Now, uh, as mentioned, uh, uh, you can check out the podcast uh, uh, probably about 20 minutes after the program ends. If you missed, again, our first hour, if you missed any of our, our previous programs, uh, that, that's available for you to be able to check out. And, of course, a lot going on with the New Orleans Saints right now in terms of, again, the draft and, of course, uh, uh, the free agent signing this week of, of, uh, of Tyree Matthew. And then uh, the possibility of, um, you know, maybe a Jarvis Landry coming to town and, uh, and, and casting his lot with the Saints. To break it down for us, uh, from SI now is, uh, is John Hendricks. But John's also, again, expanded his base in terms of what he's doing. Uh, he'll tell you about that right now. John, welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, Eric. Thanks for having me, as always. Appreciate you. Man, John, I'll tell you what, man, uh, your profile is growing. Uh, tell the folks that, you know, again, you're involved in a bunch of different stuff now. Why don't you tell us about it? Yeah, look, so obviously, first and foremost, I, I cover the Saints for Saints News and uh, part of Fan Nation at SI. And so uh, I recently joined up with Boot Crew Media. They're assembling a, a pretty awesome stellar team over there with some Pelicans coverage. And uh, they've already got some Saints guy and uh, with Chris. And I just joined a team and going to do a lot of video work with them. So, um, you know, real exciting time. And it's just uh, awesome to see local stuff and it, it grow more and more, and uh, you and I have known each other for a long time now. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it's good seeing you grow as well as me. Well, congratulations to you again. Every time I turn around, I'm looking at your your Twitter feed. There's one more. You know, you're involved in one more uh, uh, outlet. So again, look as much as you can get out there is the best for everybody. Let's uh, let, let's start off with again last week's. Uh, uh, let's start off with what happened this week. Then we'll jump back to the draft because this was really a big signing for the Saints uh, with Tyron Matthew jumping on board. Three years, thirty-three million, eighteen million dollars guaranteed. Uh, when you heard the news, uh, your your thoughts, and then your thoughts again about the fit here in New Orleans. Yeah, look, I, I'm I'm not surprised. I just feel like, you know, you follow some of the breadcrumbs, just kind of like what what you did with Sean Payton, and and I feel like this is a move coming and. I think it was further evidenced by the draft, the way they didn't have to or didn't take a safety in the draft. And, and you know, it's just kind of a glaring need. And they had to visit, and everything I heard, it went extremely well. And so, you know, it's just one of those that manifests itself. And it's just kind of like, hey, let's see how this draft goes. And then we come back to you. And, uh, you know, I don't want to say gentleman's agreement, but, you know, it's kind of that, that aspect or that feel. And, look, again, it's exciting, right? And this is a need that this team had. They had signed Marcus May in, in free agency. 
Um, you know, he could still face some league discipline stemming from a, a DUI arrest. So that's something to keep an eye on. But obviously, P.J. Williams coming back. You know, C.J. Gardner-Johnson is going to be at the slot. Uh, they have J.T. Gray, who's an outstanding special teams. Then you get Justin Evans, who's a really great comeback story. And then Daniel Sorensen to fill that Jeff Heath-type role. And uh, I say all that to say that, look, he's Tyron Matthews is going to be an outstanding fit here. And, you know, he's going to do whatever they need him to do. He's going to be one of those guys that really just is going to change the, the landscape. And, you know, look, on paper, the secondary is outstanding, uh, I feel like. And, you know, dare you say that maybe they get a little bit better since having Malcolm Jenkins and Marcus Williams. But, you know, getting Tyron Matthew was, was obviously a cheaper move than Williams. And, uh, you know, gets to play in front of his home guys and, hometown crowd and I think that's obviously a great story being that he's a St. All grad and, and went to Baton Rouge and, and played at LSU. Compare and contrast the, the skill set of Marcus Williams and, and Tyron Matthew. Of course Tyron Matthew now going to be 30 uh, but again really a, a, a more of a in my opinion more of a playmaker but again folks want to know about the range folks want to know about the tackling ability you know, from, from your from your perspective why don't you break it down for us. Yeah, look, I think first and foremost, I think Tyron Matthews is a small, his IQ is off the chart, right? I think his ability to diagnose is outstanding. But Marcus Williams is good at what he did. And I think there are some elements that he had to work on in his game, you know, working on tackling and just working on different reads. Uh, you know, again, there was some miscommunication, if you remember some of those years where they had some problems with some deep plays. And, you know, again, those are things that get, that you had to get cleaned up and, Matthew's a guy that I don't think you'll see a lot of that come in um, and worry about. I mean, guy can make tackles. He can play just has a nose for the football. And just really, just he brings some energy and passion to him. And not that Marcus Williams didn't. I mean, this is a guy that did extremely well um, playing for the Saints, and now he's going to do well in Baltimore. But, look, I think when you look at it all and, and see how Matthew's going to fit this team, um, energy is the first thing that jumps out. His ability to be around the ball and just to, to get people in his position, I think that's really going to be the key for them is, is making sure that from a secondary and their assignments, um, you have a lot of big asks, asks for you to get the opponents you're going to take and, and take on this season. So he's going to be instrumental in making sure that they get in the right places and, and just do whatever it can to, to help New Orleans get into a spot where they can get back into the postseason. John Hendricks is with us. John, I think it's the strongest secondary overall right now, even before, again, we even know what the rookie uh, uh, Taylor is going to be. Yeah, I agree there. I, I think, you know, having one more year with, with a Devo and obviously, you know, Lattimore had a really solid season. Um, and then you actually were able to keep Bradley Roby. I think that was a huge move for this team. And so um, they needed a corner. I know people didn't care much for the Elante Taylor pick just because of where he was drafted, but, the guy could be a solid fourth corner option for you. You need it. I mean, need I remind people about last year? You had Lattimore hurt. You had Patrick Robinson retire. Quinn Crawley got hurt. I mean, these guys were, were really hurting last year as far as the corner position. So it was just one of those that, you know, you look back at last year and now you look at the depth on paper, especially the, what they got in the safety and the secondary um, corner. I mean, look, it, it's exciting to see what they have. And even these undrafted guys they brought in, like Smoke Monday, I think he's going to be an interesting guy to bring in. Um, I mean, the guy from Texas Tech, DeMarcus Fields, I think he's going to be an interesting one. But, you know, look, again, you you know that this team has pretty much on paper has their starting guys pretty much set, uh, especially defensively. So some of the other ones that they brought in are going to have to earn their stripes, obviously, and special teams is going to be a big way. But I think that's kind of how Dennis Allen went for days two and three, is making sure they got some key guys that can – 
eventually grow into something more, but they are known for their special teams ability, which is going to be a huge way to get onto this roster. Why don't you talk a little bit about the draft? Again, Alave in the first round, they give up five picks to give him to get him. That might be the only criticism I have. I'm definitely not criticizing the player. It was a player of need. It's a player that they targeted. Again, to me, it was the end. You might have given up a little bit too much just for one player. But, again, I understand what happened in terms of the, the run on receivers, the run on, on the offensive tackles, which is what they targeted in the first round. But your thoughts on the pick? Yeah, look, I think Alave is a home run guy. I mean, you know, you get him with Michael Thomas, I think it's going to only be good things here. And, you know, again, that's a position that they had to address. And I think, you know, I, I asked people out there and get their thoughts. I never bought into the quarterback hype. I didn't think that was realistic because of what they did with Jameis Winston and especially the way they structured his contract. And then even signing Andy Dalton. You just weren't going to take somebody in the first round just to have him sit and do all that. I just I never bought that. And, um, you know, again, ends up being a big old smoke screen. So, look, I think they're going to ride this thing out with Jameis, and I, I think he can do extremely well. But, you know, Alave and, and Thomas, I mean, they're a formidable duo. You know, he had Mike Evans and Chris Godwin in Tampa. And, man, I just, I just think envision what he's able to do with Thomas in the lineup and Alave uh, just because of how exceptional he is as a route runner. Um, and he just does everything so naturally. I mean, he just makes it look so good uh, and smooth. And so, again, I think he's going to be in for some great things here. And, and hopefully it makes that receiver room outstanding and much better. I mean, you know, it's, it'll be interesting to see if they add any more after that. But, look, um, you know, you got Traquan Smith, Marquez Callaway, Deontay Hardy, and then you got some undrafted guys and some other guys on the depth chart. I mean, this is going to be slim pickings. It's going to be hard for some of these other guys to make the roster. And so – um, you just want to get the best group there. And, again, there was one of those things like last year. You were throwing passes to Kevin White and uh, <laughs> Kenny Stills and other guys. I mean, that just that just doesn't work well for you. And, and right. Alave is a guy that's going to change everything for the Saints offense. Talk about pinning the, uh, the, the, the uh, second pick in the first round at 19. And the big question for him is, again, uh, coming from Northern Iowa, is he plug-and-play? And, and, again, the research you've done on him, do you think he's plug-and-play? I think he's going to have to earn the job, obviously. I think this first and foremost. It's, it's James Hurst's job to lose. And Look, I don't think you're in a situation where if he doesn't start for you week one that it's a, a, a bad thing, just because there are some elements to his game that he's got to shore up. And against the run, he's outstanding. Um, he's a physical presence. Again, I, we kind of make the, the, the generic comparison, but – similar to Kyle Turley in the way his demeanor and some of the things. A lot of his knack was penalties, which, again, most of those were against the run. And, again, you know, that's the stuff you just take, I think, with a grain of salt because good coaching from guys like Doug Barone only going to make him better or Zach Streif. And, really, I just want to see him develop in pass protection. I think that's really his biggest opportunity. Um, sometimes maybe get a little flat-footed or, you know, somebody takes a good angle. But, look, he's, he's a, a guy that I really think, in, uh, you know, as you watch camp, you're going to see him flourish and grow quickly. I think that's the biggest thing because his IQ is smart and um, and good for what he's coming into this situation. So I don't know if you'll see him start week one in favor of Hurst, but I think he's going to give him a good run for his money, and I really do like that pick. A lot of one, a lot of them that uh, a lot of us mocked him. You meant you meant you mentioned Taylor uh, again. The only only look, the only criticism I have is again he's not in my opinion he's not a top 49 player. I realize, again, they didn't have a third and fourth round pick, and again, which is where, again, he was slotted to be. But, again, but, uh, again 
you got to love the four three speed at, at, at the very least, and maybe again, as you mentioned, the opportunity to start out and, and be a special teams player. Yeah, look, I mean, this is why I graded the pick a C minus. I just don't didn't uh, I didn't care necessarily for the value because, but I understand it, right? Because if you had a third round pick or a fourth round pick, you probably could have got him there. But again, you know how the Saints shape up their board is obviously way different than everybody else. And then when you hear Dennis Allen talk and the way he talks, I mean, the guy's full of energy. He's just somebody that, that really does a lot of good things. And, you know, I was even just watching some of his tape yesterday, and I can see the fit. I think he has some good skills at corner and outside, uh, you know, maybe can to do a lot better things downhill. And, look, special teams matters. And, again, a guy like that, you know, he does gonna, he's going to get his reps. He's going to have an opportunity to be that outside corner, that fourth guy, if you will, on the depth chart. And, you know, you just never know what happens, but I'd be interested to see if he maybe makes a, a jump to safety at some point. But, look, again, I understand the pick. Wasn't totally a fan with somebody like that at 49 overall. But, again, given how everything else played out, it does make sense. But, uh, look, Taylor, I think in a couple of years, and we'll be looking back at that one and saying, man, this was a really good pick or one like, uh, well, you know, that's just kind of what happens when you go through this right. evaluation process. Demario Jackson. A lot of people say he's a Demario uh, Davis clone. That's, I mean, that's asking a lot. But again, uh, was very, very productive at App State, and, and has got great measurables as well. Yeah, look, I think this is one of those picks where, again, I, I made a case for linebacker and some line box and just some of the ways I was doing it, just because it wasn't necessarily a pick they had to make. It was more of a luxury pick because Demario Davis is still playing some of his best football out there, right? And I don't see any signs of him slowing down, but you know, is this the time where you have a potential replacement in-house that, you know, can learn a couple of years behind DeMario? And, again, he's strong at special teams. That's where he said – I mean, he told us that that's how he got onto the field is playing special teams, and he was doing extra, exceptional at App State. And, again, he's somebody I'm really excited about. And I think it's – when you look at the linebacker group, obviously they didn't re-sign Quan Alexander. But, um, you know, look, you got Pete Warner, DeMario Davis is going to start. And then the depth after that – I mean, there's room to grow. You know, Andrew Dow's more of a special teams guy. Kane Nellis has been around. He's more of a special teams guy. He's been more of a Sam guy for him on, on linebacker and defense. Zach Bond's another one that's out there too, right? And he's been there and, um, you know, they added some undrafted talent. But, but there's room to grow and room for, for improvement there, I think, as far as the depth chart goes. So I'm excited to see what he's going to be able to do on the next level. And, uh, you know, look, if you can – get your your way on special teams i think that that bodes well for you and again it's been just kind of a common theme for this team how did you grade out jordan jackson uh at at the uh, sixth round pick 194 yeah look again he's got an uphill battle that he's gonna have to face um you know again i i think he's pretty raw as a a, a, a defensive tackle and i mean that in the fact that he has signs and burst and i think he has a lot of things that uh some the upside's there He's just got to get some good coaching. And if anybody can help him develop, it's Ryan Nielsen. So he's got to get a little bit better at the pass rush, be a little bit more consistent. You know, I think uh, where they use him is going to be interesting because in Air Force, the way they ran their defense, I mean, he he would have been a nose tackle. It, it's not uncommon. He could have been their pass, a defensive end, a defensive tackle, or their, their nose tackle. I mean, it's just all the different ones that you have to play at a smaller program like Air Force that's not like, you know, Alabama and stuff. So, look, it's uh, one of those that – he time is really going to tell with him again. I think he has a real uphill battle, but if he can adapt well to coaching, maybe he can sneak onto the roster and push some of these other guys that they brought in. But 
again, um, you know, that's one that's when you're talking about a six-round pick, mm-hmm. you know, the chances of them making the initial 53 are pretty slim, but, you know, maybe hangs around in the practice squad, worst case. Any undrafted free agents catch your eye you think have a chance to be able to catch on with the team? Yeah, I think Abram Smith is probably one of the first ones, the, the Baylor guy. And, uh, you know, what I think is interesting about him is he was a linebacker, right? Well, he was a running back, and then he converted to linebacker because of injuries and such at Baylor. And so I think, and then obviously went back to Baylor and set the single school single season school record for rushing last year with 1,607 yards. So, look, I'm interested in him just because running back is kind of a need because you don't know what's going to happen with Alvin Kamara. You don't know what's going to happen there. And, uh, you know, you had Mark Ingram. He's another year older. And, again, nothing against Mark, but that's just an area where you might have a little bit of concern. And so um, then behind him, it's Dwayne Washington. It's Josh Adams. It's Tony Jones Jr. And so I think that's room for on the depth chart to push somebody like that. But, again, he's a one that uh, I just remember what Darren Rizzi said before the draft. He's like it, he found it super intriguing because he watches film on every single player more than anybody because, you know, he's, he's intrigued when they know, hey, he used to be a linebacker or he used to have that because some of these guys that play special teams, they've never had to tackle anybody before. So I think he's somebody that's a sleeper. Um, Smoke Monday is another guy to keep on. And then uh, uh, Rashid Shahid, again, tongue twister, but from Weber State, battling back from ACL injury. But, man, this guy mm-hmm. is even more electric as a returner going into uh, as Deont- as, uh, more than Deontay Harris or Deontay Hardy, excuse me, but um, I think those are three that I give you off the top of my head that would say, man, these are guys that maybe watch out a little bit for, and there's more, too. I wrote about it this morning, trying to give some preview of all right. 17 and kind of their outlook, but, you know, I think those are the three that I keep my eye on, and Lucas Kroll, a pit. Yep. Titan group needs needs improvement, so he'd be an interesting one, a University of Florida guy transferred over to Pitt. Maybe he's somebody that can get some more, more of a receiving threat, so Keep an eye on him as well. Handicap the Saints and Jarvis Landry come into an agreement. Yeah, look, I don't know if they need Jarvis Landry. You know, I, again, I, I feel like that's one that you just got to see because um, now that the Saints got have Duran Matthew and, and see everything play out, um, you know, he's going to have to come down on his asking price because the market was crazy with Christian Kirk, right? I mean, that was when he was wanting $20 million a year and, I'm sorry, but this guy hasn't flirted with a thousand yards in a couple seasons. So I get it. He's the LSU guy. He's he's done well in the past, but lately hasn't really been there. So I have a tough time paying somebody like that. That that you know when their production just simply doesn't add up to where you might be paying them. So I don't think the door is necessarily closed. But also I could see the Saints being like, okay, let's look at our wide receiver room. We got Alave. Got some of these other undrafted guys. You know they got Dejean Dixon from Nickel State, a local guy, local New Orleans guy. So I could see them, you know, giving him some, some opportunities too with, in addition to guys like Kirk Merritt, who they picked up on reserve future deals. So very crowded room, never say never. But, again, I'd lean to say if, if Jarvis doesn't come down on his asking price, there's no way he would even be a con- contemplation for the Saints. What about Sonny Michelle supposed to be visiting the Saints at the, at the running back position? Uh, your thoughts? Yeah, honestly, again, he's had a, a good career. I mean, he's two Super Bowl rings with two different teams. And, uh, you know, again, Michelle, <laughs> he ended up almost with 900 yards rushing for the Rams last year. I mean, again, you had injuries to Cam Akers and other guys. But, man, he did a lot of everything, right? And I think that's the thing is he's a very versatile running back. 
And, um, you know, again, we'll see if anything pops as far as the deal goes. And right now their they're 90s kind of set in stone. They had to release Kavari Russell and Jalen Dalton to make room for the, the 17 guys that they signed. Mm-hmm. But, you know, maybe some of those guys come back. But Michelle's a veteran running back, probably looking for the right situation. And, look, I think the Saints could use him just given the fact that, again, with the whole Kamara situation and his legal hearing uh, got pushed back to – or his court hearing got pushed back to August 1st. So. Mm-hmm. Even when that does sort itself out, um, you still have to worry about the NFL discipline. Even if he doesn't get charged or anything happens or the car- charges get dropped, he still could face league discipline. And the way the NFL goes about it, as quick as they do, it probably won't be until late season until you hear anything. Yep, no doubt about it. Great breakdown, John Hendricks. Tell everybody about um, what you're involved in, how folks can follow you on on, on social media as well. Yeah, definitely. Just uh, first and foremost, check us out at saints.media. That's the best way to check out with all our Saints News Network coverage um, and a boot crew media. That's where we started all our uh, video work. Again, it's Pelicans, it's it's Saints, it's just about anything, even the Kentucky Derby, right, the Jack Collada uh, Jr. And so, uh, again, he's uh, there's a lot going on there. Those are the two I'd say check us out. And, man, I'm excited about this season. There's going to be a lot of stuff coming out and a lot of yep. things. We should get our first look at rookie minicamp next weekend. So that'll mm-hmm. be something that uh, everybody wants to pay attention to as well. Thanks for your time, my friend. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Eric. You too. Appreciate you. At John J. Hendricks on Twitter. Again, John Hendricks with us. Great, great breakdown by John today. Christopher Dotson is up next. Don't forget about my friends at uh, Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Um, yeah, look, they're open on, for you on, again on Saturday. So a lot of folks need to get work done on Saturday because they're working all week, right? But they're open for you Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturdays from 8 to 3, you give them a call right now at 504-737-1558. Or remember, southerntire.com is a great way to be able to check out everything they, they provide for, the, for their customers in terms of services. There's even a diagnostic page for you to be able to troubleshoot what's wrong with your vehicle. The largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, bar none. And again, that's wheels and tires with 30 inches and financing is available. Don't forget also about, again, their, uh, their mechanic shop, which again has the latest diagnostic equipment when it comes to your vehicle. It's out of warranty. Maybe maybe you're in charge of a fleet account maybe it's your own personal vehicle and you've been searching for that mechanic shop that you can trust okay it's southern tire hickory and airline in metairie owned by the piazza family since 1972 at southern tire hickory and airline in metairie it's the william grant family that's still this friday extravaganza eric asher with you until six o'clock we'll be right back inside new orleans if it's new orleans sports culture food inside new orleans with eric asher is talking about it Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by General Dynamics Information Technology. IT to deliver the art of the possible. From driving resilience with cyber solutions to enabling collaboration from the cloud to accelerating decisions with AI. Learn more at GDIT.com. In westbound, your delays are heavy from Orleans to just before the Bonnet Carey Spillway. In the meantime, delays are solid on 10 eastbound from just past the Bonnet Carey Spillway to Power Boulevard, and delays pick back up 
on 10 eastbound from Orleans to the high rise on the 610. On the eastbound side, delays are solid from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. And on the westbound side, from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. Look out for delays on the eastbound side along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway as delays stretch from Stumpf Boulevard to the Claiborne Earhart exit. Also, delays are steady on the westbound side along the West Bank Expressway right at Manhattan Boulevard. And delays pick back up from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at BienvenueHarahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Progressive can help you protect your home, auto, boat, motorcycle, ATV, RV, and more. And if something wasn't mentioned that you had in mind, find out if it can be covered at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE because it probably can be. Back to Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. 
the William Grant family distillers fry extravaganza. Reach for a William Grant product. Don't forget about Burkhardt if you're in the market for a new air conditioning system for your home or your business. Ask about their 25% introduction guarantee. Remember, they are authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. The service before and after the sale, impeccable. And then, folks, I'm telling you right now, the equipment that they use to measure your home or your business, to get an accurate, again, um, uh, account of, again, what you need in terms of, of um of uh, of air to uh, of of the of the system to cool your home uh, in 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 the summer and heat your home in the winter, uh, it's just second to none. Treating your home like their home, looking for a company you can trust. Look, you're gonna get a you're gonna get at least a couple of um of prices, right? Make sure that you bring Burkhardt in and allow them to give you a price when you're looking for your next air conditioner heating system. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. It is Friday afternoon. Uh, a lot of people are just getting off of work. Uh, we got another the last weekend of Jazz Fest, and we've and last weekend of course we had a a mass shooting in the Lower Garden District. Already a mass shooting uh, in New Orleans East. It's Friday afternoon. Six people shot, two people killed. Can we stop the violence? I mean, it's just unbelievable. Uh, again, once again, the international media is here, and uh, again we start the weekend off with, with another mass shooting. Just just amazing, just amazing, uh, and just very very frustrating for those of us that love this city. Very frustrating. All right, we, we turn our attention to the New Orleans Pelicans, who had an incredible season. Uh, and, and, of course, uh, the, the future is so bright for them. To break it down for us, from Pelican Scoop, uh, Christopher Dotson joins us on the program. Chris, how are you? Hey, man, I'm doing great. I actually drove up here to Natchitoches to uh, hang out with Grandma and Mom for the uh, Mother's Day weekend, so I'd be remiss Beautiful. everybody go out there and y'all handle Mother's Day. And, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you on the violence as well. But thanks for bringing me on. Sorry to take a little detour there so quick. No, it's no problem. Again, the violence is just very, very frustrating. <laughs> it just is. It has been for a long time. It just continues to get worse. And, and that's, I mean, for all of us that live here, it's, it's really rough. And, look, I know your family up in North Louisiana is worried about you down here. You know, just like, again, like I worry about my son when he's out doing his job here in New Orleans. It's just very, very frustrating that we, we just can't get, have, have peace in this town. That's all. Right, and there's just so much. There's so much to, to uh, so many blessings, so much positivity we could promote, and you know that that's where I'm on, like the Pelicans. So we can get on to the Pelicans. How are you feeling about them? Well, how do I feel? I'm, I mean, I'm, I think their trajectory is is on the way up, and I'm sure you you do as well. Um, first of all, you know, look, we talked about this throughout the season, and and it didn't look good for for, for David Griffin early. Again, he had lost the, the fan base. He had lost the trust of the media and the fan base. Uh, but all of a sudden, uh, you know, again, the, the, the moves that he made in the offseason kind of countered, again, the, the, the moves that, that really kind of blew up in his face the years before. Uh, again, getting Willie Green as his head coach is what uh, was, again, was, um, was a, obviously a, a huge deal in him being able to hold on to his job. And, again, now probably up for executive of the year in the NBA based on, again, everything that's been happening in season with the C.J. McCollum uh, trade as well. Uh, you know, three coaches in three years. All that will be forgiven because this is a different team. Uh, it's a different vibe now. And, of course, you've, you've covered every second of it this past season. Just your thoughts on the season as, as a whole. Uh, as a whole, I mean, they, they, they dug themselves a hole, but it was, it was a credit to Willie Green as a credit to David Griffin for sticking with what they wanted to do. And to, to David Griffin's credit, it's all about, as a human, you know, learn from your mistakes. You, you're getting paid millions. You better be able to correct your mistakes. And he's corrected his mistakes with the coaching staff. He's kept with all his hires with Aaron Nelson and the training staff. And he's starting to correct his mistakes and get a better relationship with Zion. And 
I think the way he's approached it got him a better relationship with his team as a whole. And you've seen them fight through this season. They were fighting for Willie Green, but in, in essence, they were fighting for David Griffin's job too. I mean, if this season would have tanked, he, he probably wouldn't be looking at executive of the year and contract extensions. He'd probably be looking at retirement. So the way the season started versus the way it ended, you, could, you couldn't have asked for anything better. And, but the way it started, it, it put them in a hole, but they showed their resiliency. And if that's all that comes out of the season, that's a great blessing. Let's first of all talk about um, the, some of the, 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 the run that they made in the playoffs. And, and, and again, so big for this team to go through what they did in terms of the play-in game and then, again, a, at least six games of the seven-game series against the Sun, really setting them up for the future. Uh, look, they, they were right in that in that series with the Suns. What are your thoughts now, just for the psyche of this team, having to go through that? A lot of guys that had never been through a playoff series uh, in their careers. Hey, look at the growth and development this team got. Just those extra six, eight, nine games going through the play-in situation through that game six. Hey, we may have given the Phoenix Suns their best battle until the conference finals or the finals, if you, if you look at Dallas. And, again, looking at growth and development and what this team learned, I think we found out a lot about what Jose Alvarado can do. And versus what you're paying him versus maybe a Luka, I'll say something wild on your show. Jose Alvarado is a better value than Luca because Chris Paul would not hunt out Jose Alvarado like he is Luca, and Jose can still give you 12, 15 points in a night just with one little hot streak that he does. So finding that out and knowing you have that kind of building block on the cheap for three, four years, seeing that what you get out of Brandon Ingram, C.J. McCullum maybe needs to show a little more, but you learned a lot about this team. And those six, eight games, getting to see that, small sample size as it may be, that was worth millions in future contracts, in trade market value, what you might be able to get for a Jackson Hayes, Larry Nance, even if you want to move on from him. I know he wants to stay. You learned a lot about this team. Even the guys that come in, they want to stay and stick around. So you've got to, you've got to take what you've got. And, and what are they going to do this summer to, to show they can beat the Suns next season? Let's talk about that. Let's talk about the future. First of all, Zion Williamson, do you believe you'll be offered an extension this summer? And if there is an extension that's offered, will there be protections for the club in terms of, again, playing time, health, et cetera? Uh, there'll definitely be an extension offered. The, the uh, restrictions on that contract will be the difference in, you know, if it gets signed or not. You look at all the other players, everybody will bring up Joel Embiid. Uh, but Zion, he showed enough to have a contract. He showed with these dunks. And if he's getting through his next bit of scans healthy and fully cleared and going into the next training camp, you have to – we say this for, for players on the back end of their careers. you got to do it on the front end. Pay what you're about to get, not for what you had in the past. We look at older players and go, well, you're paying them this money, but they're not going to be able to produce what they did in the past. You're wanting to give Zion a contract because what he's going to do next season going forward, and that's got to be the – basically the only thing on the table it, 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 from his perspective looking at a contract extension hey i was hurt i'm not hurt anymore i will be healthy day one everybody sees it and agrees on it that's a big thing on what they agree on but that that'll be for the you know the, the small print the fine details and the stuff that you go to law school for that's kind of above my pay grade but i do believe he's getting a contract extension offered this offseason what does he have to do to expand his game uh, this summer? What, what, what are the things you want to see when he comes in next year in terms of Zion, the Zion we saw previously and the Zion that we need to see uh, as a guy that, again, most players, especially of his status, 
every single season work on something to again expand their game. And see, a lot of people might go to, oh, he needs a mid-range game or get out to the three-point line, expand his game that way. I think a lot of what Zion needs to work on is just chemistry and getting back with his team. And this team was built on defense, and defense is a hard thing to work on in the offseason. So a lot of it is just going to be what I want to see him work on is his relationship with his teammates. He talked about doing off-season programs based, uh, and they would play around his availability. His availability needs to be more lean towards his teammates this offseason than maybe a Mountain Dew commercial. And that might be a little harsh to say it, but mm-hmm. you've got enough film in the can. They've got enough ad reel for you. Go out there and do something with your team that lets you get on the same page, communicate with them, and that will translate to a better defense, a run-out game, and then everything else can build off of that. But without that relationship, without that work, nothing else that we've talked about matters, really, does it? Well, and again, from what we understand, uh, that a lot of the team is going to be coming back to the city and working out here. We've seen them work out in other parts of the country. Uh, that'll be interesting to see again over the summer. Again, how many of these guys are going to participate? Uh, we saw last year, Nikhil Alexander Walker get guys together in Nashville. Uh, Brandon Ingram out in Phoenix. So we'll see again how that plays out this this upcoming summer. You mentioned Larry Nance. I think he's a guy that you need to extend. He's got one more year left on his deal, $9.6 million. What are your thoughts? He's a guy you extend because he did great. He fit in. But he's also a guy that you might be moving at the trade deadline to to make an upgrade. If Jackson Hayes, Larry Nance, and all those back end of the roster big men that fill in behind Zion are still here at the start on day one, you know one of them is going to have to be moved by the trade deadline. There's just not enough minutes. So you have to look at what he's going to want on his contract. Is he going to want that you know, $11 million extension? Or is he going to want one that, that's paying him more like $16 million a year? And then what will other teams offer for him? If you can, Again, if you can upgrade and find something that, that is a playoff rotational player, which Larry Nance is, you, you've got to look at maybe build another asset, maybe get another draft pick for him because this team's about to get very expensive. And Larry Nance Jr., as good as he is, if you're paying him $11 million, but the luxury tax is, you know, one-to-one, you're really paying him more like 18 to 22 million, and that that's just untenable for this team going forward. I don't think they're ready to pay that luxury tax just yet, and there's going to be at least one salary cap casualty, and Larry Nance sadly is one of them one of them options. What about Devontae Graham, who's again making around 11 million a year, and and, and of course that 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 goes up to about 12, and then 12.6 when when the contract by the time the contract ends in three years. Right, and if you look at NBA rosters, there's 20, 30% turnover, no matter who you are. Championship teams down to lottery teams. Three or four players are getting replaced every year. Devontae Graham is just one of those guys that he goes on the trade block. David Griffin is going to be willing and dealing all summer, and you hope to squeeze him in his contract, maybe get a like-for-like, like, get some more shooting, something that something that replaces what Devontae Graham was supposed to be mm-hmm. yep. for that price, maybe a little less. But, yeah, he's he just – at this point, he's surplus to requirements because you've got Jose, you've got Kyra coming back, you've got a draft pick, CJ, there's going to be Zion handling the ball way more, and that, that's just taking minutes and, and opportunities away from Graham. I think he'll also want a new opportunity. This wasn't exactly what he, he envisioned when he came to New Orleans. You've seen that. He kind of just – he was out there playing. He was giving his heart for the team. But it wasn't his role. And he, he might be looking for something else so that he can opt out after next season or, or the season after for his player option and get his last big contract. I don't think mm-hmm. he'll get as big of a contract plan for New Orleans. 
yeah, I would say he played himself out of his role. I mean, again, he was given every opportunity to be that guy, and he just, again, he wasn't able to do it here in the city. What's the future of Garrett Temple? A lot of folks believe he's going to get a buyout and move into the, into the coaching staff. Do you, do you buy into that? Uh, it's a great option. I don't know if he's quite ready to give up. You know, it's hard to get a player to hang up them boots or hang up the shoes and close that locker for the last time. And Garrett Temple's seen that, hey, if, if this team uh, goes a little bit more top-heavy and gets just a nine-player rotation for the playoff ready, and he's still looking at minutes in the regular season, 14th man, 13th man, maybe just coming off the bench a little bit to still teach these kids on the court and and, and take that bout next year, you, you know every player wants one last season. They want la- one last run, and that's another thing. This team has a chance to win a championship next year if healthy. And if Garrett Temple can hold on to one of them last spots, and get a ring in his hometown or, you know, his home state, that that would just be a, a storybook ending. So that kind of pull is going to, I think, keep him in the league one more year. There's a spot for him on many teams just mm-hmm. doing the role he did for the Pelicans this year. I think there's room for him to do that next year, but if he wants to move into a coaching role, I know the Pelicans are gladly accepting because he's just been one of the most upstanding citizens you could imagine walking through that building. Everybody wants to do right when Garrett Temple's around. What's the future of Jackson Hayes in New Orleans? Uh, I don't see one, honestly. Uh, he just—he's another one that's going to be too expensive. He's too raw. He needs developmental time. He's got some off-court, you know, he, he, the criminal charges he pled guilty to. He'll be sentenced in June. He's still got a civil thing, and not to say that that's something he can't get past. He's not working on. To all intents and purposes, everything I've heard from his side and the team, he's done everything he can to get past that. But he also made immature mistakes on the court, giving the ball away, getting ejected in game three. And you add all that up, plus a rookie contract extension that might cost you $100 million, $80 million over four years. That I don't see anybody wanting to pay Jackson Hayes that in New Orleans because, again, that gets into the luxury tax. But there's a rebuilding team out there that will gladly let Jackson Hayes spend the next two, three years really learning the game of basketball because – we all know he started late as a football player, mm-hmm. but I don't really see a future from him. He might start on the on the roster for day one, but at the trade deadline, with that extension coming up, you have got to move him for any kind of asset. Chris, always appreciate the time, especially again heading up to heading back home and giving us a few minutes today. Tell the folks about Pelican Scoop and how folks can follow you on social media. Yeah, Pelican Scoop. It's a new SI site. They were following the Pelicans twenty four seven, three sixty five, traveling with the team. I'll be out at Summer League, so y'all check us out there. Uh, doing it, Dodson on Twitter is how you can find most of my work. We also do a little bit over at Music Movies and Hoops. I uh, mentioned that one before. Uh, mm-hmm. Covering the team a little bit different. But uh, check out those three things. Then we also have the Protect the Nest podcast, which is revamping and rebooting next week, actually. Going to have a bunch of coaching interviews already in the can. A few other interviews. Eric, I would, I'd love to have you back on the show. You've been a couple times. Sure. But we're going to really ramp up our off-season coverage because this Pelicans team, everybody might think basketball dies in the summer, but if y'all come follow us at Pelican Scoop, doing it, dies and protecting us, we'll have you something covered every day. No doubt about it. Appreciate your time. Enjoy your weekend. We'll talk soon, my friend. Thank you, man. That's Chris Dotson again, Pelican Scoop. All right, uh, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Even over the weekend, uh, if you need help, your AC breaks down at your business or your home, Think Burkhart, doing only the work that's necessary. Again, they have a they have crews that again that are on call uh, for you, and they'll always answer the phone. 
Uh, again, doesn't matter what type of system you have at your home or your business. Burkhardt is authorized to service it. Go with a company you can trust. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. ACPromise.com. ACPromise.com. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opposite. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoying the terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. John, what are you doing? Get in my car. So why are you walking to work? <sighs> Thanks, man. It's these insanely high gas prices. They're draining my bank account. I can't afford to drive anymore. Dude, don't walk. Just do what I do because I never pay full price for gas anymore. I use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Oh, wait. You're telling me you get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make a $200. Wow, that's serious cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code WINNING for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's promo code WINNING. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code WINNING for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's code WINNING for a $5 bonus. 
Hi, this is Craig Fisher. And Chloe Fisher Barris with Fisher & Sons Jewelers. My sister and I would like to take this opportunity to express our appreciation to our mother. We embrace the strength, love, and support our mother has provided through this journey. Fisher & Sons Jewelers acknowledges all mothers this Mother's Day for their immeasurable endurance. Come celebrate Mother's Day with us at Fisher & Sons Jewelers, where, where the, the unusual, unusual is commonplace. Fisher & Sons Jewelers, 5101 West Esplanade in Metairie. back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock as we wrap it up here on a Friday. Last Friday of Jazz Fest. Last weekend of Jazz Fest. Hope you've enjoyed all the Jazz Fest music we played for you over the last two weeks. Uh, credit Rudy Dixon with all the uh, the maestro behind the um, uh, behind all the music. Thank you, Rudy. Did a great job. Don't forget about our friends over at, again, William Grant Products, Hendrix Jim, Malago Tequila, Reka Vaca, Hendrix Jim, Neptunia. Also, again, all-star lineup with Scotches, Linfitti Scotts Whiskey, the Grand Splendid Scotts Whiskey, uh, Balvini Scotts Whiskey, as well as Monkey Shoulder, uh, Fistful of Bourbon Whiskey, and Hudson Bourbon. Also, again, Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, second largest selling Irish Whiskey in all the world. Uh, Florida Kanye Nicaraguan Rum, and also Sailor Jerry Rum. Sailor Jerry Rum. Every bottle of Sailor Jerry Rum purchased in Louisiana pours those proceeds go to the God Foundation. Thanks to Chris Dotson. Also um, uh, to uh, Sean, uh, I'm sorry, Mike Vazan as well. John Hendricks for joining us on the program. Thank you for listening. Podcast will be up about 20 minutes after the show. Sean Vazan joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tonight. And coming up uh, this evening uh, here on 106.1 is uh, UNO Incarnate Word Baseball. Uh, Jude Young's going to be behind the mic. 6.15 pregame, 6.30 first pitch right here on 106.1. Have a great weekend. My name is Eric Asher. For the dog kicks of the government, they all got to go. Country for life. WRKN. Picayune, Mississippi. New Orleans. Accumulus Station. All-